Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. The Honorable Jeremiah Kearney, good morning. Morning, morning. Good to have you again. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Tunashukuru Mungu. Tuko hai. Tumeona mwakampia. Now I'm in the opposition. And when you are an opposition person, you are permanently running in the thorns. And you never know whether you are being chastened or something is right there. But it sounded very familiar to the girls that I... The way I felt in the last one or two weeks. Yes, you can't quite tell. Whether, you know, you have to do things that perhaps some of us never thought we would. I have um, to play poli opposition politics and it's full of risks because you have to to say many things that people may not want said yeah. mm -hmm. uh, but you must say them mm -hmm. if it happens the correct way opposition means that you are the minority mm -hmm. some, but of course uh, when it is accurate mm -hmm. but whichever way that's where we are what yes. has happened in the last two weeks? Because Moshimua, you're speaking as if you're somebody who has actually not just walked on thorns, yes. but even just sat and slept on a but bed of thorns. thorns. Mm. We've been quite at it on IBC. The statements of yesterday were mm. really uh, scared to many of us. Mm. Not because of anything, but when they come from the head of state, you then know that um, you've not been apprehensive for nothing mm. but uh, my dear is that we have a country that was that's it's where it is because of some sacrifices that individuals made and one of the major achievements of this country was electoral reforms that gave birth to IEBC and in the last one or two weeks maybe more than one or two weeks, we've been a, a little worried because we see a commission that is whose time is coming to an end mm. and uh, we are not ready for another commission. And again, that when, <clears throat> um, if you know what we went through, to then be left with a country and offices that don't have commissioners. And even the route to appointment to appoint new commissioners is also not clear. Mm. You can actually you understand why some of us feel what is this? How could we have lost so much within such a short while? So when again you sit and you are you want to wave bye bye mm. to somebody and then you are told something, you wonder what what did I just hear? Mm. Uh, the utterances of uh, our president yesterday. What did you read from what the president was saying? Because he actually spoke very strongly about the events of Bomas of Kenya. Yes. And uh, he was speaking as he was bidding goodbye to the exiting three commissioners. Mm. What, what is it that you read from what the president was saying? I read of um, what I saw a person who has not quite accepted that he is the head of state. Mm who is not happy with the outcome of the results of 2022. Not happy? Yes, yes, certainly not happy. Mm. Um, who is doubtful of the mandate 
that he he is on his shoulders mm. of running a country who is also not certain as to what to do next and whether what he intended to do next will be accepted that is a message that uh, came of course why do you say that because, because it's, it's, when you when to, you are, to those of us who are uninitiated politically yes we just take it at face value the president mm. is actually re- looking and revisiting what happened and we all know what happened we saw commissioners speaking from diff- two different platforms with yes. two different messages that played out even in the supreme court that has played out even since then and you're saying look these things happened what Rafula Chebukati alleged in his affidavit before the Supreme Court, we assume that the president has consumed it in terms of intelligence reports, and that was he was repeating yesterday, that there were direct and specific attempts at subverting the will of the people at Bomas of Kenya. I have been um, a witness of uh, transition uh, of power in this country, closely on two occasions. When power was moving from President Moi to Kibaki, mm. and when it was moving from Kibaki to Uhuru. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the dramatic things that happens is, for example, when it was Kibaki, you remember Kibaki had an accident. So yes. he was not available everywhere. It was at Mudaiga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was declared the president uh, erect when he was still at Mudaiga. Mm. And some of us then knew where we needed to rush is to Mudaiga, to go and say congratulations. And among us was uh, one of his closest friends in the struggle, mm. Kijana Omarwa. We got to Mudaiga, Kwagetiake. And the way we had uh, gotten to just getting there, you are ushered in, in any case, we are talking about how we are going to win. Things had changed. So we get to the gate and we are told, uh, you cannot see the president that way. He needs to clear you. Mm. Meanwhile, yesterday you were just there like... <laughs> Not yesterday. Mm. I did earlier in the I morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I could see one of the person who was thoroughly shocked was Kijana Omaru, and I don't think he quite recovered. <laughs> <laughs> they might have contributed to his uh, illness mm. from that <laughs> onwards. Because <laughs> a person they were with, then a person whom, of course, informally they must have agreed that he was going to be the vice president, mm. he can't see him. He has to be cleared. We are the gate, and the gate is locked, and it's a question of being asked, who are you? Mm. Mm. Until they know very well who you are. Yes, of course. Mm. <laughs> there, thereafter, we move forward to when Uhuru was declared the president. That time, Uhuru, of course, had traveled to Bomas. Mm-hmm. And with his uh, motorcade, the driver, and everybody. And the minute he was declared president, his own driver called Karaja found himself like 10 cars away from the person he ferried to Bomas. <laughs> and he was, he was not even told that uh, he was not going to ferry him back. So he was looking, where is my... Where is my man? Where is Toka the boss? Kwa boop, boop. <laughs> and the, the message is this. You are not dealing with an ordinary person from that minute onwards. And the person who has now been declared the head of state needed also to wake up to that reality. In the name of Kibaki, I could tell you that it was him he had been in those things. So even the speech that was being taken, you could see him doing away with it because he is not talking like the head of opposition of DP or something. Mm. Now he's talking to the nation. And the same thing with Uhuru. He may have gone to the Catholic and that Catholic meeting was like a bye-bye mm. to you guys We had been saying this. So what it also means is that what you say henceforth 
you must be very careful it you must process it so when yesterday the head of state comes and says you wanted to murder this person mm. that is very scary you want a head of state who will actually inform the agencies to deal with any of such information that he receives not come and say it because when you say you now move to the point of being the source of hope for us mm. and you become a, an object of fear so it's like we are losing the country and we are moving apart the head of state must always start there and we see hope all of us whether you voted for him or not any difficulties that may have been occasioned as you are heading there mm. the agencies to deal with those issues mm. confidential information that may have been shared with him whether accurate or otherwise mm. is processed by others instructions go and do are never given on a platform but that yesterday was like the climax of what we have seen in the 100 120 days is that why you're saying that he doesn't seem to be happy being president he didn't show happiness mm. But there's I mean, nothing to be happy about. Well, this is a, there is we a lot. This, listen, we don't Jeremiah, want him to be happy. We had this conversation a few minutes, uh, a few, uh, just an hour ago, mm. talking about this very story. Mm. And we said, look, by the time the president has come out to say that such a threat existed at that point, and that what he's trying to do is circumvent something like that from happening in the future, find out what really happened. There's a hope that there will be something that is being done, not just talking about it, but Excuse me. Wouldn't that then present a situation whereby you can see actually hold on a minute. He actually wants this kind of thing to never happen again. He's not sweeping it under the carpet. He's not sweeping it under he's, he's not hiding confirming it. it. He's coming out in the open and he's saying look. This happened. Yes, this thing happened. It was terrible. We will not allow such a thing to happen again and that is why we're going to have a, an inquiry into it and if we find that those who responsible for it actually did something untoward, we will then hold them responsible. Does it not show that he's actually in fact to the mantle of power to me is again a person who is not certain of the powers that he has with him we have a chairman of an independent commission mm. and if you want to know how heavy this is you need to know to go through the history of why do we have commissions in our constitution provided for in our constitution protected by and protected by the constitution mm. constitutional commissions and constitutional office holders like the one of DPP why did we have them in the constitution and i sat in the constitution making process in this country mm. and that was informed by the fact that we as kenyans did not have faith in entrusting the functions given to commissions and constitution offices with the executive anymore mm. we want you as a kenyan you are not elected we have appointed you and given you this constitution com protection to ensure that this office functions independent of the executive yep so what happened yesterday the iebc commissioner handed itself back officially to the executive how so by in in every way everything they did yesterday and for, and and let me say it properly because kisuguna inaesareta much and fortunately for us as kenyans by the design of the almighty maker mm. he had two commissions appearing at the same time iebc and eacc wafura shebukati was there he came to say kwaheri of course he must have been invited mm. and he came he didn't have even a piece of paper there was nothing to hand over to the head of state mm -hmm. the other one has a bundle of papers handing over to the head of state 
these are independent commissions any report that leaves their offices the way it leaves the offices and the offices that receive it is provided for in the constitution when you come as the um, the chairman of the commission of ibc and you hand over a report to the executive behind you there is no single commissioner who has been left standing it is a shell you have handed us back to the executive to now constitute another commission and dictate upon that commission Aye. that was never meant to be Aye. and i want to tell you again look at chebkati not chebkati no uh, wabukara mm. wabukara was struggling to almost find out why should i be here i have nothing written i've just come to say kwaheri and he was really he had left mm -hmm. he was invited back to take a photo with the president but he was I mean, there look at the optics but he was there because if you are called to be there the archbishop of bukala was yes. there not in his personal capacity yes not even because he's chairman but because he's representing the commission the president had invited all constitutional commissions and all independent offices that's why we had the auditor general there the controller of budget there as well so that we have a conversation as head of state on how we engage and ensure that these independent offices and commissions work and they deliver on their mandate. So when you say that these commissions by appearing for this meeting is like they're subjecting themselves to the executive, I, I, I fail to see the connection. Get what I'm saying. Mm. I am I'm picking on two commissions, IEBC and EACC. Whose chairpersons whose chair are terms, The terms were coming to an end mm. at the same time. Look at how they exited the scene. One, clearly demonstrating that I have left a functioning office. In fact, the vice chair is here. So as you walk to EACC today, you are going to find a functioning commission. Yep. Walk to IEBC today. You will not find a commissioner. One has a, a report handing over to his, uh, the executive mm -hmm. against the provisions of the constitution. Who should he, have, should he handle? They are only ans they are independent first, the first, first and foremost. Yes. They actually are answerable to parliament, and that's why the reports are given to the executive and parliament. Mm. To the executive, point of information. To parliament, to debate on the issues that have been raised and take the necessary uh, action. More often than not, passing laws to help us manage. The, the affairs of that commission going forward. So essentially, if the report has recommendations you're saying, and it's handed to Parliament, Parliament then has the task of ensuring that whatever vehicle is required to ensure that those recommendations are acted upon, the, the burden of that rests on Parliament. It is less on Parliament, and that's why even in terms of budget making, it's with Parliament. So if it's a question of how much money, mo how much more do we give this commission mm -hmm. to function, it's a parliamentary thing. I think much more and we actually put the executive out of this because why we fought and killed one another, shed blood in this country, was because we the functions, some of the functions that had been in the, as a responsibility of the executive mm. were being managed poorly. One of them, key on top of it, was the issue of our electoral process. How do you get readers in this country? Those people come before you and tell you what to do and tell you what they intend to do with your taxes and tell you how much you should pay as taxes. So Shebukati is there. And yesterday, he handed us over mm. back uh, to the executive. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> has, has. And 
has such a report, Let me a also similar tell report, you. been handed mm. over to Parliament? Are you saying that no a, such thing has happened? The reports are handed to Parliament periodically and def on defined dates. It's not uh, haphazard. Okay. Has there been or a delay? Before. Yeah. Before those reports have come to Parliament, mm. other heads of states have had their copies. When did you see them receiving them in, uh, in State House? Maybe this was symbolic. Other, other heads of state... Mm have been there when these commissions have existed. Mm -hmm. When did you see the commission getting instructions from as head of state? We have seen reports being handed, up, being handed to presidents. From the commissions? Yes. Give me an example. Even from ODPP pictures of the commissions and just in the meetings and saying, so this is part of the work that we've been doing. So I'm asking the question, is, is, that, is that symbolic? There is, there, is, uh, oh. there is something that was done by IEBC after the elections of 2017, hmm. which is an, was an audit thing it is not the the constitutional reports that yes. are supposed to come on periodic periodically mm -hmm. either quarterly i can't remember the exact timing but it is provided for in the constitution mm -hmm. and once they have been received by parliament the speaker must notify the, the whole assembly mm. that i am now received this in fact they are tabled by the leader of government business and the committee in charge must then get to debate that report and file their, fight, their, their findings on the report within Parliament. But even if you want to move forward and uh, leave that as an issue that we can continue debating for a long time, mm. look at it again. The President talks about the manda that was intended on Shepkati and uh, his commissioners. Mm. One, of course, you'd expect that uh, uh, in the course of today or tomorrow we'll be given an OB number as because mm. these issues are supposed to be reported to the police. Mm. If there is uh, an intent to murder, is a very serious offense in this country. Indeed. So we uh, we expect that uh, the necessary agencies will be giving us even the names of those who intended to murder Shepkati and the commissioners. That should be shared uh, with Kenyans. But I, outside that also, this president was also in power when Musando was murdered. Forget about now intent, murdered, mm. and that seems to have just disappeared because we never got to know anything else. This commissioner called Shepkati was supposed to have left office on the 17th of November last year. If you, you are serving your terminal leave, you don't get to uh, start your terminal leave in office. No. Terminal means you are on leave for purposes of uh, receiving payment for the X number of months or days that you are supposed to have been on leave while you are working. Mm. And it is terminal because we don't want to see you back in these offices after today. Shebukati <laughs> 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 proceeds on leave, terminal leave on 17th of November last year. Mm. <coughs> and on 18th of November last year, Shebukati is the first in office ahead of even mm. the, the, the sweepers. And he has maintained that until yesterday morning. What is this he was hiding? What is this he was so fearful of being exposed? Uh... <laughs> Surely. How is ah, let's it? Let's take a break. No, uh, no, no, no. no. Oh, hey, no. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we will continue with it. Let's take Eric. a break. <laughs> we need some minute bit. <laughs> this is the Situation Room. The only way to start your day. So we continue the conversation with Jeremiah Keoni, the Secretary General of Jubilee Party. Now, Jeremiah, you're having uh, issues with the President coming out to say this. But we look at it from this point. Wafula Chebukati's term in office has come to an end. So has that of uh, Professor Gulie and uh, Molu. 
The other commissioners resigned. Only one is left, but he's, she's been suspended, and that's Irene Masita. She goes through the tribunal process. So no commission in place. There's a bill before Parliament amending how the next commission shall be established in terms of the constitution of the selection panel. So there's a process that's going on here. How are all these things related? Is there a connection between, you know, the move to constitute the next commission versus what the president was saying yesterday versus the need to review and look at what happened in August last year? There was a time, I think, uh, during the campaigns of Jubilee 2017, and I think it was at uh, Kasarani, Indo, when uh, the now president said that uh, NASA then was crudest, radarless, planless, leaderless. Mm. I don't know whether there was anything else less. <laughs> that description now fits this UDA group completely. Uh -huh. You can actually see a team that is curious as to how the government is supposed to be managed. Planless. Look at when they went to Mount Kenya Safari Club the other time. The Safari, is it Safari Club? It's called yes. Fairmont. Fairmont, yes. Mount yeah. Kenya Safari Club. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Look at what happened. Mm. You have ministers and they come with their teams. And the next minute you're asking them is, uh, why? who told you to come with others? It is only you I wanted and your PSCs. Then a little later, in the, I think the following day, you have done your presentation in the morning. Mm. And you tell them to have breakout teams. Ministers to have, they go to retreat in small groups so that they can discuss your presentation mm. and come up with ministers. They don't have assistants with them. With them. Mm. They don't have directors. And they are supposed to come up with positions on policy. Yeah. Policy, you have to understand how a policy becomes a policy in a ministry who are involved. Mm -hmm. If you need to break out, go have breakouts or breakaway teams to come up with. That tells you this is even not a thing that has not been thought through. Mm. I would not expect Moses Kuria sitting with Jumwa and you have uh, the others in a team mm. coming up with a policy from the top of their heads. <laughs> mm -hmm. eh, I mean, that clearly tells you that we have some work to do. Mm. Because whether you're in opposition or in government, you want delivery of services to Kenyans. And we in the opposition have a lot of work to do beyond what we imagined. When I saw that thing, that uh, fair amount activity, mm -hmm. I again got very scared, just like last night, yesterday. Very, very scary. Thanks. What would your answer be to fight I am thinking, on the other side, Jeremiah? I am thinking, before I leave this, mm. that this government is still trying to buy time to try and get a bearing. Like I said, they are adderers. So you are thrown into something, there was a murder plot. Mm. Then the whole of today, the whole of the coming days, will be engaged in discussing issues that will, uh, will go nowhere mm. as they try to get some crew on how to manage the government. As to, as to how, as they, as they struggle to tell us why is the cost of Unga still at 200 shillings plus. Mm. Mm. While you had promised us, not even after, after 90 days, you put the Bible as I put the Bible down, mm the price of Unga will come down with it because it is you, Uhuru, and your team who was responsible of raising the, the price of Unga and the price of fuel, price of electricity. It had nothing to do with the COVID difficulties that we had in this country. It has nothing to do with the last year and Ukraine war. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with the, the, the global economy. 
it only requires me to sit in that uh, office and the price of everything will come down 120 days later we are actually talking of a government whose term is left now left is four years technically mm -hmm. they have four years but they have not given a solution to any one issue that they list they have not delivered on any one promise they made including that hustler if you want me to come with chance next time i'll come and demonstrate to you that this is another con game you look at the interest rates hustler is more expensive than the other facilities that are there and other facilities that have been introduced there in the past. If the tables were to turn, Jeremiah, I'm sorry, but I have to ask this question yes. because, you know, the criticism, very necessary to have mm. because in a lot of, you know, instances, that's what keeps people in check, isn't mm, it? Yes. So now, if the tables would have been turned and the very same criticism would come against the other side, had they then been in this position, how would you answer that question? Because these questions have been one thrown of up. You're things, not the first one, Jeremiah, to ask, why is the price of, of you know, one of the not things, coming down? One would of you the say? things we were not going to do as a Zimio is to remove subsidies. Subsidies feed in the social su support system of your people. Which subsidy? The UNGA subsidy? The UNGA subsidy, the fuel subsidy, and fuel is the one that influences all the other costs of production, cost of travel, cost of everything. Mm. So those subsidies had been well thought out. And there are no subsidies being done by Kenyan alone or Kenyan government. We were not doing them alone. You will fight them across the country. Even in the US, mm -hmm. you can see the amount of money, billions of dollars, billions of dollars that they are voting on a regular basis to give that social support to their people. Because the reality is there. COVID disrupted the learning of economic activities all over the world. Mm -hmm. The ability of governments to collect revenue was affected by that uh, COVID maneno mm -hmm. of a period of not less than two years. Russia invades Ukraine, mm -hmm. where we get our grain, uh, wheat, where we also get uh, fuel supply into this uh, region. And again, that affected the cost of uh, fuel in this country. The cost of doing everything and in the global economy and we are part of that uh, global uh, system mm. but when you are talking to people you don't tell them the reality you lie and say it's because latif is sitting here that is why these mics cannot go up mm. Mm. one the difference that would have been there if we were in office mm. is that we were we were telling the truth that is why we never over promised we talked of free primary secondary and university education as part of the social support program. Because the worst that you can do to a country like Kenya, which relies heavily on human resource, mm. it's, our, it's our strong point as a country. Mm. We can export our young people anywhere in, in the world and they will go and perform and not embarrass you. Why? Because we have invested over the time in our education system. So when you say free primary and secondary and university education, that it would have helped wait until uh, kids start reporting to school next week. You will hear the maneno. School fees, the subsidies that was available so you're for telling school us fees. That had a Zimio one, everybody would have gone back to school this January for free. And we were going to sacrifice. There would even be no need for help because what you're applying for a loan for, university is free anyway. Is that you what know, you're saying? We were not going to do the first of policies like this government has done. They have even reversed the, the uniform of police officers ahead of uh, lowering the cost of UNGA. 
They told the police officers to go back and use the old uniform. It's a low-hanging I mean, fruit. Yeah, yeah but uh, how does it help a person who is not reporting to school? Their morale. But you know, Moshimiwa. So, like, yes, yes, we yes. would not have been reversing all the policies that were done by the previous government in a form of fedeta. So issues like help, we were not going to scrap help, but we were we had promised to ensure that, and we kept repeating it, trying to make people here. Mm-hmm. We are saying free primary, free secondary, in the free secondary we were talking about, the extra bit of the freeness that we wanted to introduce in the secondary school was clearing this issue of the feeding. You know, we, there is a 3,000 mm. that now has been increased that needs to be paid by every... It's the capitation money that we were going to increase so that it covers even what the parents were paying. The reality is... And why were we doing this? Kenyans, why, why Kenyans was this? listened to you. Kenyans yeah, listened to Kenya Kwanzaa. Yes. Kenyans bought the Kenya Kwanzaa story. So when you're telling us, you're going back, you're taking us back to July campaigns. And I, I remember Kenyan I was answering a question from you. They, they said, no, it's okay. Yeah. We are going this way. Correct. Okay. Yes. Now. And I'm also agreeing that they, are, they were better... May, they made better promises than us. But when you make better promises, mm. fulfill them. That is why we now so the, ask. The issue you have is in, at the speed at which they're fulfilling their promises? The issue is you overpromised. You actually lied to Kenyans. And because you lied to Kenyans, you are now looking for reasons as to why we should not concentrate on the lies you told Kenyans. And we are judging this including by Including the, the statements that uh, they, they uttered yesterday of people killing one another. That is just a diversionary tactic. It is not meant to mean anything. It will stop holding them to account on what they promised. City, you and I want to tell you, we will not. Mm. We you are not going to sidetrack us that easily. We will answer you on the issues of bombers. We went, we did the decent thing. We did not start and along the roads of bombers then to say that uh, you wanted to kill so-and-so in bombers. We went to the Supreme Court as decent people with integrity. You follow the constitutional provision. We went to the Supreme Court and reported our unhappiness mm. about the outcome of that resort. The, the manner in which we did not agree uh, in the conduct of that resort, including Shepkati running away for nine hours and appealing with resorts, which he, had, he must have prepared himself alone in the, in the, in the, in the, in the table room, <laughs> and he did not involve the other commissioners, and he announces the resorts were at six, 26 constituencies had not been factored in. City. We went and reported all those things to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme we were Court. told it is hot here. Yes, we did. We yeah. were actually insulted. We still were decent Kenyans, placed Kenyans ahead of everything else and said, even when this was meant to hurt us, hmm. we will allow the country to move on. And instead of the president taking he on and running the and country, sweeping things under the he carpet. comes over with such hopeless allegations Mashimiwa. like the ones he did yesterday. Mashimiwa. Have you been in the opposition before? No. Okay. Yes. How are you finding it? Oh, it's not uh, a bed of roses. You mm. talked about the snake and the thorn. Yes, yes. Um, I'm just asking it again because, yes. you see, the unfortunate thing mm. is unfortunate in this sense. Huh? Mm. Anyone who is in the opposition doesn't have a very difficult task because all you do is point and say this, Look and see. this, not to say that it is not true, Mm-mm. but you point. You see, the truth of the matter with this current government that we have, in many ways, is a continuation of the previous government. This president was the vice president, uh, sorry, deputy president in the previous government. The people who were in government, forget the ministers, these people were in this, in the, gov- the, pre- the majority in the previous government. What am I saying? There's a continuum in government functions 
that is always there, whether one likes it or not. Now, what you seem to be talking about predominantly are the optics. And you're giving a direction and saying the interpretation of these optics is this. What I'm seeing seems to be taking us in this direction. And yet we have, as you say, serious issues that need addressing. And you're saying these optics are what are being used to address our issues instead of the issues being addressed. Would you say I've summarized what you're saying correctly? Not quite. Okay. Correct me where I have gone. Because wrong. if it is uh, opposition is that easy, it is mm. just a question of pointing out the ills of the other. Then when we are going for elections, it should be the easier place to choose. Mm. But we are all fighting to take lanes of power so that you can bring changes to this country. Meaning that I believe that I can do it better than you. Mm. So when you are in power, you should actually do it better than me because you even like Latif uh, uh, says, he you 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 are believed more than myself mm. and when i tell you that you are not doing it right mm. you should not be bitter you Except should not start making uh, funny allegations of murder you should actually try and use the criticism to prove that i'm actually making nonsense out of a good thing but this is the reality mm. when you are coming here this morning how many vehicles were on the road you would not have counted them no but i today i need somebody to tell me what is happening i was able to drive all the way to town without really having to stop it was a continuous move the traffic is not as heavy mm. as it has been it has been before Previously. when i ask my young people who i was with mm. they tell me what is the niku kapul yes mm. you know they are pulling together because you can't afford to have your everybody cannot afford to have his car on the road every day it's mm. very expensive mm. we are now trying to look for ways of cutting down the cost so you can actually tell things are not easy and it is upon me to come and say mm. government work is not to complain it is not when we see you in front of us you are complaining as we are complaining we want to see you telling us the solution to your problems i have them okay. in any case I asked for you in the mandate and you gave me. This is what we are going to do. From the what solution has been given to us by this government? Other than complaining every day. Every single day. What now, I thought the deputy was uh, the better complainer until yesterday. When the, his head even did worse, he actually outdid his deputy. You didn't take that issue lightly, did you? I did, and I'm, we are not going yeah. to stop at that. Because we lost these elections it, on an account of a steal. Mm. You're like managed, a in the headlights. Managed by Chebukati. And we have issues with Chebukati. And this, this uh, head of state, mm. William, instead of now trying to drive the country forward, he wants to take us back to what you were trying to do. To what we were trying to avoid happening. Not mm. just us, but even those who died previously, in previous Including elections. Rubia, Muge, Matiba. They died fighting for this. Final question. No. There's an important one. The final is, question. Uh, because the time is. <laughs> Moshimiwa, is there unity in the opposition? Right now, we're looking at parties who may be disgruntled because of one to the other. Is there unification in this opposition that you speak so vehemently about? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Yes. The joy about where we are is even if there was going to be disunity, this government is forcing us to be unified. If we don't get united, we will have a problem as a country. We have unity in Azimio. Mm. We are committed to the cause that Kenyans give us, and that is of opposition, articulating their issues, and we will continue articulating them. In December, September last year, and you can get this from IMF, mm. the country grew at 9.3%. December, 
we had hit 4.3. Those are figures mm. from IMF. They are not from us. We can't allow ourselves to continue going down mm. without saying it. Mm. In any case, this government has only four years to go. Yeah. Kenyans must know that this is a government of one term, <laughs> not two terms. <laughs> Jeremiah Kioni, thank you very much for joining us. Jeremiah Masai Kioni. He's a chair, he's the secretary general of Jubilee Party. Yeah, you'll come again. I mean, you, you, like you said, you are point, playing that role of pointing out the areas where mm. the government promised and it's not fulfilling its promises. Jeremiah Kioni, again, Sunshine. is the secretary general of uh, Jubilee Party. Thank you very much for tuning in to Kenya's Biggest Conversation today. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.